Welcome to the Money Mindset Podcast, where you will find the inspiration and motivation you need to manage your money better so you can stress less and live the life you want. It's Ashley with Budgets Made Easy and the Money Mindset Podcast. Today's guest is Nicole Chenault with F-Bombs and Booze. And when I saw her, I was like, we have got to be friends. And I just had to bring her here for you because she is amazing. She is a homeschooling mom located in the San Francisco Bay Area, and she's the founder of F-Bombs and Booze. So I was like, Yes, we have to be friends. <laughs> uh, it is a drinkware brand and she sells all over the world. She actually quit her six-figure job without a backup plan to save her mental health. And now she is coaching women uh, who make their own homemade products and to scale their businesses. And we have a great conversation about changing your mindset, building a business, and how improving your mindset around your business, which does relate to your finances, the same concepts apply, uh, will help you be more successful in the long run. So of course you can go check out her website after you listen to this episode though, fbombsandbooze.com because you know, I'm sure that she has something there that uh, you will love. And you know, if you are ready to, you know, start working on your mindset and all the things, I wanna highly encourage you to check out the free budgeting workshop where I go over how to create a realistic budget that you can actually stick to. And that's at budgetsmadeeasy.com slash podcast. And you know what, if this podcast doesn't directly uh, relate to you, if you're not trying to build a business, please share it with somebody that is because we need all the help. And I know that somebody's struggling, like I struggled and how she struggled uh, through the years building our business could really benefit from her tips and advice. So please share with anybody that you think would benefit from this episode. And you know, even if it doesn't apply to you, like I said, the concepts still apply to paying off debt, which we actually talk about uh, in the episode as well and how they are related. So uh, here is Nicole's interview. Uh, thank you so much for being with us, Nicole. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited to be here. Me too, because I saw your business is called F-Bombs and Boost, and I was like, I have to talk to this woman. Like, she needs to be my friend. <laughs> I don't cuss a lot, you know, on the podcast or anything like that, but I will say that, you know, it happens a lot at home, you know, and it just yes. is who I am. It is what it is. Uh, but yeah, so I was just like, I have got to talk to her. Uh, and tonight we're going to just kind of share your journey about like growing your business and you know, how that, uh, coincides with like changing your mindset or building a new mindset. Cause you know, that's what I'm really focused on here is, you know, getting people to believe in themselves. And for me, it's, their ability to pay off debt, but you know, all the concepts, just really having that confidence and changing how you think about, um, you know, certain things in the world about yourself and your abilities uh, really just goes hand in hand. And, you know, this week that we're recording this, uh, not when it airs, but, you know, I was doing a free debt workshop this week. And the first day is all about your mindset and believing that you can do it because that really is the most crucial step for long-term success and the one people often 
skip. So can you just tell us kind of a little bit about your journey, um, you know, maybe building your business and how that has helped you, you know, improve your mindset and things like, because running a business is not the easiest things in the world. And there's lots up and downs mentally. I will give you that. <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, how it all started was I was um, a retail store manager and um, it was really affecting my mental health. And I'd never had mental health issues, but every time I, ha I had to cross the bridge to get to my store, and every time I hit that bridge, I got physically sick. Oh. My stomach would churn and I would dread it. And every day at work um, for like a two week period, I would call my fiance crying. And so I decided to take a week off of work. I went to the doctors and the doctor was like, you know, my main doctor sent me to a psychologist and she's like, well, just imagine, you know, when all the stress is around you, you put your imaginary umbrella up and it'll all fall around you. And I was thinking, I'm going to hit you with this imaginary <laughs> umbrella. Like, what kind of <laughs> so then I went back to my doctor and he was like, well, you're just going to have to get another job. And I was like, okay because you know that's just so easy to do right. I was making six figures I was in this company for 17 years I was the breadwinner wow. I was like there's no way but okay so a week later I went back to work nothing changed I continued to cry and be miserable and my fiance was like I'm that's enough just put in your two weeks we will figure it out and so with his blessing I put in my two-week notice and um the day before my 17th anniversary with that company I was gone wow <laughs> <laughs> That's a pretty big leap. Did it help you with the anxiety and, you know, all the things around your job because yes. you weren't there anymore? <laughs> yeah, it was like everything lifted. I wasn't worried at that moment, like, oh, how am I going to make money? Like, what's the next move? I was just like, okay, I can breathe again because I've never had depression or anxiety issues before. So I knew what the, the problem was, but mm -hmm. to leave something that, you, you know, you've worked so long to get to and, you know, all this financial security, it's yeah. scary, but what good is that if you can't be healthy and you can't be there for your family and you can't be a good mom? I have a, she's six now, but she was a little bit over one years old. And my fiance gets asked all often from people like, how could you like, I can't believe you just let her do that. And he was like, the writing was on the wall. It was she stayed there, we were going to break up. And our daughter was just gonna have a miserable mom. So we just something had to change. And so we're like, hey, just figure it out. Yeah. So I was gave myself about two months off to figure out what I was going to do next. And so my cousin came over to help me. Um, brainstorm like my strengths and weaknesses and all that jazz and at the time I just gotten a cricket you know what a cricket is the cutting machine where you oh yes vinyl. yeah I had to think yeah. about it for a second I was like, <laughs> I, was like what? <laughs> I always say it pre-cut in my head because I never know how to say it yeah that's how it's spelled so, so people say like, or they say cricket I think too yeah. but I I think you're right, but I had to think about it for a second. I'm not sure what she's talking I do know what you're talking about now, yes. So I had just purchased one of those for my daughter to make stuff for her birthday parties and things because I decided I was going to be crafty. And my cousin was over with, and I showed her um, a mug I had made, and she was like, well, if nothing else works, you could be a cricket master. And then we laughed, and I was like, well, wait a minute. Maybe I could do something here. Like, in the meantime while I'm figuring out like where I want to work and what I want to do. So I started making some items, posted on Facebook, started getting business that way. And then a few months later, I opened my Etsy shop 
And then it's just um, gone from there. When I first started, it was like a hodgepodge shop. Like I had shirts and Mm -hmm. signs and tumblers and everything because I didn't know what I wanted to do. And it was all custom. And then I was like, no, I don't want to do custom. It takes too much time. Everybody's buying our sweary wine glasses. So let's pull back and just focus on our sweary stuff and drinkware. So now it has evolved into we niche down to snarkiness and profanities, which we're going to find on our <laughs> on our drinkware now. Yes, that's what I need. <laughs> well, and that's awesome that you were able to um, niche down to a very specific and, you know, probably not not probably not a ton of competition, but definitely, you know, very specific. And, you know, before I started recording, we were talking about, you know, it's F-bombs and booze. And if, you know, if people don't are offended by that, then they're, they're literally not your people. And when you really hone your business in like that, it's very easy for people to say, yes, that's for me. Like I did, or no, that's not for me. And that's fine. Like you don't need to be for everybody. Um, so tell me, Oh, Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, when I started, I was like, I need to make stuff for everybody. Mm-hmm. Like I need to, you know, appeal because I need to grow this business and I need to. And that's actually going to hurt you more than niching down and figuring out what it is, A, that you enjoy doing because you're the one that has to do this day in and day out and that your customers know exactly what kind of things they're going to get from you. Yes, absolutely. So do you have any tips for somebody maybe wanting to start, um, you know, a side business like that to make extra money, pay off debt, or, you know, just really to make some money, maybe not necessarily to quit their job and do, but maybe build as they, you know, form an exit strategy for the job. So do you have any tips for them to kind of get started with, you know, even an Etsy store? Because I don't really know anything about Etsy. Um, Etsy is a pretty good beast in itself, but once you have figured out like what it is that you want to make, like the, there's, I really feel like there's a market for everything. So whatever your passion is, like if you're into dragons, like come up with maybe drinkware with dragons or shirts with dragons or whatever it is, because there are people out there that will buy those things. Um, it's just when you start getting, you know, all over the place that it's harder for you to niche down. And then once you decided to do that, you can do feelers with like um, some Facebook posts within your own posts or like groups, if you're a mom and mom groups or things like that. And then you can start testing with Etsy. And it's only it's people, you know, think it's so expensive initially, but it's initially 20 cents per listing. So you could do like 10 listings and it's going to cost you $2 to get things, you know, out there set up. And then you can work from there. There's tons of free YouTube tutorials about Etsy. Um, There's tons of Etsy Facebook groups. Etsy has its own podcast that you can listen to that will give you tips too. So there's tons of help out there. You just have to be willing to set some time aside and work on what needs to be done so that you're successful and be patient because things do not happen overnight. And that's hard, especially if you have the mindset of, I need to get money now. I need to get money now. I need to get it now. You're just going to quit before anything snowballs into these, the bigger business because um, you just weren't have You didn't have, you had such a scarcity mindset. Yes. And I will say that at least for me, because I don't know if I've just hidden all the Facebook ads or if the marketing really has changed, but like when I started in 2017 and I will say definitely 2018, but I feel like after 2018, it may have changed. But like I said, it could just be because I hid the stuff from my Facebook feed, but it was, you know, online business was marketed in such a way that it felt like a pyramid scheme, a get rich quick scheme, Mm -hmm. uh, 
And I just like, if you're not making a hundred thousand dollars in six months, you're a failure. I mean, I definitely, that's what I saw over and over. So I did eventually start hiding that stuff. Um, and I don't know if I'm just missing it now or if things have changed, but yes, I'm so glad that you said to be patient because it, you're building a business. Like that doesn't just happen overnight, especially for someone like me that started with zero skill set. You know, at least you had, you know, a retail background. So obviously you had some business experience because you knew to niche down a little bit or niche. I don't know. People say it both ways. I don't (laughs) even know what the right way to say it is. Yeah. And so, you know, you had that a little bit of that experience. And what I have found those people that did have really fast success had previous business experience or had an, a blog before, you know, they weren't starting from zero. So if you're starting from yes. zero, expect to give yourself some grace and time to learn what the heck you're doing. <laughs> and even for me, I started in 2017 as well. Um, and I do have experience as in like retail and I understand business, but it, I had no idea how to market. Mm-hmm. Um, I had to learn this new program of the cricket. I had to learn all the different types of vinyl, like what was a good quality vinyl, what was a terrible. So Ooh, there's yeah, still, there's all kinds of things. There is a learning curve for everybody, no matter where you are coming into what you're starting. And you just have to know, like you're learning something brand new. You have to give yourself some grace. Like it's just yes. not going to happen overnight. And the people that are always talking about that stuff, like who knows if they're being true or not. Like <laughs> exactly. I, it's, yeah. it's just, I don't, it's a lot of, you know, work and you have to have patience. And if you, I tell people all the time, as long as you do not give up, you will succeed. Yes. The only way you're going to fail is if you quit, you can pivot and change things. Like I've pivoted and changed, changed things in my business, but I am determined. So I will not quit. Yes. <laughs> yes. Thank you for saying that. I actually have a, uh, dry race board on my wall that I've had for several years now. And it says, just keep going. Success is inevitable because there's been lots of days I've wanted to quit. You know, I've thought about selling my business. You know, it's a lot of ups and downs as a business owner. And people don't talk about that. They talk about all the good stuff right? They don't yes, talk about the, the lows. Yes, yeah. exactly. And uh, I almost quit mine too. Two years in, um, I was like, this isn't working because it wasn't growing as fast as I expected it to grow. I didn't have the patience. I was starting to get worried about finances. And so I started interviewing for part-time jobs so I could do that. And then it, after going on interviews, I was like, well, if I take part-time hours away from this, it's just going to take me even longer to build this. So that's when I started on this journey of fixing my mindset um, is because I knew that I had to figure out something within my head to make me move forward and to last the journey. And so I went down this rabbit hole. Um, it started with a podcast, uh, Mind Your Business, and it led to another podcast. And then I started reading a boatload of books. And so, you know, your mindset is like a muscle, you have to work it every day. And I noticed that if I lack um, and I start, you know, falling off, then things start, like I start getting those more negative thoughts and I get more worried and concerned because I'm not working that mindset muscle anymore. And I think that, so now I'm telling people like the number one thing to focus on is your mindset first and everything else will fall, follow. It seems like it should be the other way. Like I need to make money and then I can have time to work on your mind, my mindset, but it's, you have to have the strong foundation and the mindset is what you need to do. And there's so many resources for that as well. It's just like, you know, your podcast with the money to help like calm eases and find things, um, ways to make more money or 
just mindset in general or manifestation to help you with understanding that, you know, if you put these things out there and you keep working at it, they're going to come. So there's just so many different ways you can do a book, podcast, whatever, audio books. Yes. I, all the things (laughs) (laughs) I jump from book to book, but I love audio books because I can listen in the car, you know, I'm running the kids around. So yes, I agree with everything you said. And I love the mind your business podcast as well. So if you need to work on your business and just, you know, mindset and those types of things, go check out that podcast as well. Um, now how have you been able to juggle being a mom and building a business? Cause I will tell you, this is something that I have struggled with as well through the years. It's a challenge. Um, I have a couple of hacks that I do. Um, one of them is, uh, I've started doing this. I think when my daughter was two or three is it's my timer trick. And I think someone already shared it on it. Cause I heard an episode. I was like, Pat, someone else knows this trick. <laughs> and it's like golden. So I'm just going to reemphasize how important it is. Um, is, uh, when you said, I set a timer and I tell my daughter, I'm going to play with you for 15 minutes. When the timer goes off, I need to go get some work done because I homeschool her, but she does go to a forest school as well. So I get like 10 to 13 hours without her in the house. And then after that, it's my between me and my fiance. And he also owns a business too. So wow. the timer <laughs> trick is very important in our house. And so she knows that she's going to get all of mommy. My phone is put to the side, all of my attention. I play with her, do whatever it is that she wants to do. Timer goes off. I go and do my work. And she knows when that timer goes off again, then it comes back to me or, or comes back to her. And I'll play with her again. Even yesterday, she was like, mom, I want to check this out in an hour. Can you set a timer for me? (laughs) (laughs) So she's totally understands the concept and she knows that I'm going to be with her when it's her turn. And she looks forward to that. And then it'll kind of trip you out because sometimes your timer will go off from working and she's like, no, I'm just, I'm finished. I'm doing something. And then you can just like get in a few more, (laughs) you know, time. That's awesome. (laughs) That's awesome. My kids love the timer, uh, but I don't use it as much as I probably should. And I feel like uh, since I have three, it's like, never enough for them. It's constant. No, no. Like they just, I need to, probably reinforce it more uh now I rent an office and so I just leave the house <laughs> like, yeah <laughs> I just have to leave like I gotta That's get out of here better. and work because they they will they'll just they just constantly interrupt me when I'm there even when their yeah. dad is there they will come and ask oh, yeah. me for stuff I'm like you have yeah. another parent I tell them yeah. that all the time he'll be <laughs> he'll be like right next to me and they come to me and they're like no I want mommy I'm like <laughs> or like, yeah my fiance will try and intercept he's like here I can open it for you no I want mom to do uh-huh. it I'm like, oh yep. my <laughs> that's exactly what my kids do so I have to just leave because everybody yeah. in my house is ADHD and they cannot not talk to me <laughs> uh, so oh sorry I thought you were gonna work, <laughs> say you could always do what everybody says because it's the thing that works is to batch work and I'm sure you're very familiar with Yes, that. I have so. started uh, to do that to, or to try and be more intentional with that. Yes. And it is very helpful. Um, I'm just, yeah, I'm, I am getting there. I'm not fully there yet, uh, but yeah. I'm on my way. And it is very, it is really helpful because it's like my mind doesn't have to switch to different types yes. of tasks. Like yes. I just stay and I can focus on, you know, uh, whatever 
thing on, that I'm working on then instead of doing that and then jump into email, then jumping back. Like my brain mm-hmm. just can't handle the back and forth thing. So me too. Yeah. So that <laughs> has been very helpful. Um, do you have any other, you know, tips about, uh, building your mindset, you know, it doesn't have to be specifically about business, but we've talked a lot about business. Uh, any other tips or advice for, you know, somebody that's like, you know, especially, uh, you brought up the example, but, um, for my audience, you know, they just want to make more money or they'll just save more money and then they'll be able to pay off more debt. But what I have found, and, uh, you know, you kind of mentioned it earlier with a different type of example, uh, but they really have got to believe that they can do it and that it's worth doing in the first place to really get there because what happens is you make more money, you save more money, then you just end up spending more money instead of like actually doing what you want to do with the money. So, um, you know, do you have any other tips or advice for that? I would just, you know, once you find someone that, um, you like to listen to or read is just, you need to carve out some time every day to do it. And it can be like literally 10 minutes. It doesn't have to be like an hour or whatever, because we're busy and I'm sure everybody else is busy too. You don't, nobody, ain't nobody got time for that really. Exactly. <laughs> so just make it a habit, set it in your calendar as like a date blocked out for yourself, a time frame like 10 hours or 10 hours, 10 minutes before, <laughs> you know, your bed or listen for 10 minutes. If you're um, maybe going to the park with your kids, you can pop in some headphones low and listen to that for 10 minutes while they're playing or you just have to figure out a way to intertwine it into your everyday life so that it is something that you can do every day. Um, yes. And it doesn't have to be something like, like big and grand. It can just be something small. But sometimes it's just like the one little thing that you hear in that 10 minutes can help like calm you back down, recenter you and know that give you the confidence to move forward in um, what you're doing. Yes. And another thing that I also tell people too, is if they're trying to start a business or side hustle or have certain goals is if you're following people on social media that make you feel bad about yourself, unfollow them. Yeah. Because that thank can you. mess with your head <laughs> so bad. Like you don't realize subconsciously how much it can really mess like with your confidence and your mindset. So you're not going to hurt their feelings. Just unfollow them and start following people that you um, w- would like to be like, or that inspire you. And so then that's some more. So when you are like, let me zone out and go scroll on Instagram, you're, you're seeing all these other things that are helping you with your mindset because you're already following people that, you know, you look up to or aspire to be. Yes, absolutely. I've had to do that over the years. And now Instagram is my happy place. Like I only see things that I, that bring me joy and don't make me feel bad about myself and things like that, that I don't start comparing myself to them and their business. And, you know, social media, especially as business owners, uh, just talking with people behind the scenes is very deceiving because I know several people that have double, triple the number of followers that I do on Instagram. Cause my Instagram's not that big. I mean, it's not terrible, but you know, I haven't even hit 10,000 yet, but you know, and they are struggling as well. Like, and they yeah. do, they compare themselves to others too. And they, you know, the number of followers doesn't equate to the amount of money that you're making either. Not at not all. Not at all. I'm right. not even in the 2000 mark and I'm doing just fine. It doesn't matter. It's like a vanity thing. Like, mm-hmm. and some people will buy followers, some businesses and things like that. You That's just, it, 
that has nothing to do with anything. You just have to basically worry about yourself and, you know, try to keep those positive things. Like you're, like you said, your feed is clear. Mine is clear too. And if I find myself following another business where it makes me feel kind of insecure and if it, I've noticed it more than once, then I'm like, okay, I just need to push that out, unfollow, add yes. something else in. Yeah. <laughs> and I hate it when Instagram, like they'll throw something in my feed and I'm like, what is this political stuff? Like who posted this? And I'll go and I'll see. It's nobody I even follow. It's like, oh, suggested for you. I'm like, no. yeah. And I like, like, kind of like, I do not want to see that. This is my happy place. <laughs> not Facebook. Facebook just makes me angry. But Instagram is my happy place. Okay. You're not messing with it, algorithm. Yes. <laughs> I don't know why you think I want to see that anyway. <laughs> like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> no, um, as we wrap up here, because as you mentioned, I do try and keep my episodes shorter because because we're busy moms and, you know, listening in the car, running the kids around. Um, do you have any last words of wisdom or anything that maybe I didn't ask you that you want people to take from this episode? I think that everybody who's listening to this, you can do whatever it is that you're trying to achieve or anything that you think you have. If there's something that's calling to you, like, I think maybe I should, maybe I should go for it. The only way that you are not going to you know, be good at it as if a you just do go for it. You just decide you don't like it. Great, mm -hmm. go try something else. Options are endless, and you are fully capable. And there are so many people around that are willing to help you. I am for one. I'm always like, you can DM me, and I will answer any questions for anything. And if I don't know, I'll send you to someone else that does know. And there's a lot of people out there who are like that. Um, and so, just have faith in yourself. You really can do literally anything, literally anything. You just have to have the faith in yourself. And so focus on your mindset and you will get that faith. Yes. And I always like to ask people at the end of their favorite nonfiction book. Um, it doesn't have to be mindset related, even though that's what we've been talking about today. Uh, do you have a favorite uh, nonfiction book? My favorite is um, uh, You Are a Badass at Making Money by Jen Sincero. I love her books um, and I love her audios too. I like her voice. So that's nice. something that I listen to. Um, You're a badass at making money. I listen to that one um, either monthly or every other month, because what I like about hers is that at the end of every chapter, whether it's, you know, you're listening to audio or reading it, she has um, a workbook, like a worksheet. She's like, I want you to do this, this, and this, and this. So as you go on with your life, things change. And so it might, your answers may be different from three months ago when you listen to it. So I like to do it over and over again. So it keeps things fresh of to where I am in my life now. Oh, I love that. I do have, I can't remember if I've read that one specifically, but I know I've read one of hers and I have her little calendar daily, um, like little sayings of I love it. <laughs> I love yeah. it. And there's some cuss words on that too. Oh, yeah. Uh, so I yeah, like her stuff. Yeah, if you don't like the cuss words, she's not going to be for you. Yeah, exactly. And I love it when authors read their own books. If the author didn't yeah. read the audiobook, I literally will not read. I won't listen to it. Like, I hate it. Yeah. Like, I need to hear your voice and I'm not going to listen to this because I don't know what the deal is, but those people that just narrate, <laughs> their voices are weird and it just like, it doesn't. 
it doesn't sound right. I don't. It like just it. seems inauthentic when it's yes. like it's your own book. You should want to maybe I don't know do your yes. audio, but yeah, her. <laughs> and I listened to another one because of a guest on your podcast that we should all be millionaires. Yes, that's on my list. I haven't got oh, to it yet. I got the audio. I just finished it, and I was like, oh my gosh, everybody needs to listen to this. I've heard it's like, good. A couple people mentioned it. I wonder if it's newer because I just recently started hearing about it. But yes, I've yeah, heard it. it was really I think good. It is newer. Okay, yeah, because I was like, I had I had just recently started hearing about it so it's on my list I haven't got to it yet but <laughs> definitely heard that that was a great book um, yes. now where can people find your f-bombs and booze <laughs> items and maybe follow up with you or send you a message or anything yep I hang out mostly on Instagram because we can curate our feeds for the most part um, so my handle is f-bombs and booze and then if you need to grab a tumbler or a glass, my website is fbombsandbooze.com. And I created a coupon code for your audience. So awesome. it's budget with the all caps and you'll get 20% off um, everything on the website. Oh, awesome. Thank you for doing that. Yeah. That's great. So um, I, I have really enjoyed this conversation and I hope we can stay in touch because I feel like we are so much alike, especially yes. like in our businesses. So uh, maybe you'll be able to come on again and maybe share, uh, you know, a little bit more about your journey and things like that. But, um, you know, hopefully we'll yeah. hear from you again. Yes, that'd be awesome. I had so much fun with you. <laughs> Thanks. Wasn't she so much fun? Like, she doesn't know it yet, but she's going to be my BFF. I promise we're going to have her back. And, uh, you know, go check her out on Instagram. If you loved this episode, please leave a five-star review and, you know, share it with somebody that uh, needs the support, especially if they're trying to start like an Etsy shop or start their own business. Please share this with them because it will save them years of struggle and heartache. We are saving them lots of time and stress over here, you know, talking about the realities of building a business because people do not talk about that. They make it seem like all sunshine and roses and it's so easy to make lots of money online and all the things when, you know, it can be a struggle, but it's so worth it. You just have to keep going. So I really enjoyed this episode. I hope you did too. And I will talk to you next week.